Hi, everyone. We need some celebration music because it's our one-year anniversary. Yeah, woo -woo! It's the first anniversary of the year I've ever celebrated. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bless you, babe. Men may come and go, but the podcast remains. <laughs> the podcast will always stay. <laughs> I can't believe it's been a year. I know. Like, it's gone so quick. It's gone so quick. Like, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to us for a whole year. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. I didn't ever think we'd get there. Like, you just don't think, obviously, like a year later, really. <laughs> no, I actually can't believe it's been like a year. That's actually mental. I know. Like, so much has changed in, like, our personal lives and the public life. Yeah, like, I'd love to um go back and, like, listen to that first episode. <laughs> I really wouldn't. <laughs> because like, we were doing it in like the depths of lockdown and we were like we need something to like make us feel alive um, yeah and this was it and now we're like we're so busy we need to find time to put the podcast in <laughs> our we lives were... start getting too busy again and it's just yeah. oh <laughs> it's just weird because then the show's like what's changed and everything like yeah like like you said though like we started this out as like a way of obviously us seeing each other for podcasts and stuff like that because over lockdown we couldn't and then like we wanted to talk about things and then like we actually think about all the things we've spoke about like on the podcast it's just crazy mm. <laughs> so thank you for sticking around and not being bored yeah. for us <laughs> yeah and we're very excited for the next year and next 10 years <laughs> bring, bring it on <laughs> bring it on um but yeah, being my old my old pensioners I'm recording the podcast and also when you listen to this if you listen on the Friday we will be out having drinks coincidentally yes. celebrating um very unplanned but we actually managed to coordinate a day off together on yeah. the anniversary of our podcast <laughs> so well of us there'll be cocktails all round <laughs> so, um so Shri, how are you I'm good I'm good um, I feel like this week's been so like up and down in terms of like I'm tired all the time <laughs> um, but I just feel I don't know I feel quite good this week and it's been nice I've done some nice things um, it's just like everything seems so busy and like go 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 at the moment because I feel like it's that weird time of year where like with like my job like we're trying to get ready obviously for Christmas stuff and I think but then it's like there's so many like events coming up, which are for like spring, summer. And I'm like, why are we talking about this now? <laughs> um, but no, it's nice to be back out and actually going to events and like seeing people I haven't seen for like, God, over like a year and a half now, maybe two years actually. Oh but it's God. nice to catch up with people. But yeah, how's your week been? Um, yeah, it's been fine. <laughs> it's just so depressingly dark all the time. I know. And like, I weirdly like it because I'm like, oh, I like getting cozy and all that. But then also, I'm just like, I feel like I need like an IV drip of coffee or like something <laughs> to keep me awake. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I'm literally like, I feel like I've been hit by a truck like every day. <laughs> I mean, hopefully you haven't, but <laughs> no, I haven't. But like, it feels like it. But apart from that, I'm fine. I'm just like looking forward to Christmas now. Like, I know, really like. Now. I love like the winter nights, but like winter mornings, it is so hard to get up out of bed. Like mm. I've been finding it so hard. <laughs> I just find I don't mind the mornings, I don't mind the evenings. It's not like the day when it's I guess like three o'clock and you're like, it's already dark yet. Why am I at work? You yeah, know, like, like I, that. Like it's just been like, no, I can't work. Can't yeah, like up. I find myself shutting my curtains at like four o'clock and I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and then they just stay open. They just stay shut until like eleven o'clock the next morning. So it's literally not even open in them. <laughs> That is so true. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're not actually together this week because of said tiredness. Lydia just couldn't be to leave her house. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically. And I was like, we're seeing each other tomorrow. We're going to have lots to catch up on. <laughs> and I can't bother to pay an Uber price. So <laughs> I don't want to hit the bar. Um, oh. So we're on water today, everyone. We're celebrating. We are on Agua. Time. <laughs> yes, but yeah, it's in a nice glass. Oh, lovely! Mine's just in a water bottle. <laughs> oh. I had a really nice cocktail last night. Actually, it was like a limoncello and prosecco so and soda. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was really nice. That sounds bougie. Oh. 
Yeah, it was bougie. <laughs> <laughs> Price of it was bougie as well. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the main bougie aspect of the money. Yeah, my bank account didn't enjoy that dinner. Oh, gosh. It's my fine. It's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll ignore that. <laughs> yeah. Money doesn't count in the festive period. In the words of Luanne Jessup, do you, was it, is it Jessup? What's her name? Money doesn't can't matter. buy a class. <laughs> but it, it can, can buy your best cocktails. Um, should we move on? Um, yes, let's dive in. Drag race. Yes. How is it like? I mean, I say how is it nearly the final, but I'm glad it's nearly the final. <laughs> mm, like the it's so weird. Like the cultural impact that second season had, and that like at this point now, in the second season, we were like, oh my god, this is the best season ever, and it really was because this season, this season's just sort of flatlined, hasn't it? A little bit, bless it. Like, yeah. It was always going to be a hard series. Series two was always going to be a hard series to follow, but I feel like mm-hmm. this one is just, I keep forgetting it's on and that I need to watch it. And I'm like, it gets like Saturday morning or Sunday morning. And I'm like, oh, crap, I still haven't watched that. Oh, yeah, I can watch it tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that, was, that wasn't even me like taking But this is the thing, no, like, I forgot <laughs> about it. I forgot yeah. it was on tonight. Like, <laughs> I just I'm like, I'm going to have to watch it tonight because I'm busy for the rest of the weekend. I'm going to have to watch it tonight. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I mean, I probably won't watch it tonight. I'm, I've been binge-watching all the Real Housewives of Orange County that I've missed because we're just trying to catch oh. up with everything again. <laughs> oh. Is Orange County good? Because I feel like I've seen a few episodes and I'm just like, meh. Okay. Yeah, it's all right. It is good. It's like a lot of the familiar faces as well. So, like, the cast mm. doesn't change too much. Mm. But, no, it's nice to re-watch it again. It's just such a good programme to have on and sit mm. and unwind and watch because then you're like, oh, I wish I could be these people, but I don't at the same time. <laughs> yeah, no, I really wish I wasn't. I'm, I'm like on Potomac at the moment, season six, and it is good. I will oh, say that. Potomac's so good. I love Potomac. You might be my like second favourite after New York, but I think it's better than Beverly Hills. Mm, yeah, I'd say. Yeah, I'd say like, that. Drama-wise, definitely better. In terms of like overall like aesthetics and like cultural references, maybe not, but like. I just think like I don't I don't know like New York I'm just so over I just I'm thinking like what's my favourite but like my favourite would even be Atlanta probably, yeah it probably is Atlanta or is it oh that's hard I don't know about that we've gone yeah. very hard. Um, Drag Race that's <laughs> how boring the season has been I know we've gone off. I've just forgotten about it. <laughs> what even happened last week? Oh, it was like that. I quite actually, I really, I quite like last week's episode actually. I did. <laughs> I I, that, that was so. That that was good. That was exciting. It was new. Like they hadn't ever done that before. Yeah. And like I think that's just what they needed to do more of this mm-hmm. season and like to mix it up. Yeah, um, I think like every drug racer should be doing that. Like I always know that you want to have like your favorites, like snatch game and stuff. But I really think they should be like. So the contestants don't know what's going to happen because I feel like every year they're always like, oh my God, that's fine time for this challenge. And it's like, well, well, make some new challenges. Make them think a bit more like, on their feet. Yeah, like prove yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's just like more like you get like the best creativity when you're like under pressure or like you see like, on like the they're really like, worth it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Like I did really enjoy last week's one, actually. Um, it was, yeah, it was just nice and it was just good. It was funny. Um. Kitty finally got her badge, bless her. Bless her. I couldn't tell whether she actually deserved it, though. Like, I really love Kitty, but I couldn't tell if it was, like, a production thing of, like, and now Kitty's finally got a badge sort of vibe. Yeah, I get what you mean. I mean, I quite liked her outfits. I feel like it was out of her and Ella for me. Same. Um, I found what... um. Oh, my God, what's her name? Crystal said about being a virgin was really interesting. Yeah, that and it's, that, it's, it's, they're the conversations which is why I do love Drag Race so much because they take the time to obviously document those kind of conversations. Mm. And yeah, that's one of the reasons I really love the show is because you don't, you don't see those conversations outside of that kind of um, like space, um, mm. unless you're obviously like friends with them and you know them. But even then you probably wouldn't have that sort of like deep, meaningful chat. Um, unless you're like drunk at like three in the morning and put a kebab in your hand or something but <laughs> <laughs> I just think yeah that was so nice for them to open up and like have that conversation like knowing it's going to be on national television as well 
and it mm. is that thing of like that shouldn't change who they are as a person and like they are bloody fabulous and all of that like why it's almost like what does not being a virgin make you have this sort of sense of like credibility about you do you know what I mean mm. yeah um, I just found it like really interesting like especially like, like in the gay like queer world and stuff like sex is obviously really like spoken about heavily especially in drag race it's all about the puns of like yeah all that sort of thing it's like yeah it's funny but it's also like nice to know that like not everyone is like I love that like Chris was like I've literally just focused my whole life on my drag and it yeah. made me like, respect her a lot more not because she didn't have sex but because of her dedication to drag dedication yeah to her like artwork and her art form yeah. and all that kind of thing yeah. yeah and like I do think you'd probably don't again like in queer culture and that like not to stereotype but like it's again you, it's rare you hear those stories because it is it can be very sexualized and everything like that um especially in the gay community so to yeah here's someone that's literally like I don't have time for that because I'm here yeah. working on myself working on my craft it's like yes absolutely like my opinion on crystal has actually changed a lot throughout this series yeah like last week I was like actually you know what like fair enough I didn't think I'm like I don't necessarily want to win because I'm like you are still really young and you still got a lot to learn yeah um like I, I but I really do like her a lot more after last week I saw a more like vulnerable like human side to her yeah and I think that's we've said this before I think with other people like other queens when people mm-hmm. are like vulnerable and things like that like you that's when you tend to like like them more and open up mm-hmm. and warm to them because you're like, oh, okay, you do have a heart. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, things like that. Like, because obviously, drag, you put on this fierce persona that you're untouchable kind of thing. Mm. So when you then see that behind the scenes, personal sort of aspects come out, it is really nice. I think it does really make you connect with them more. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. But I feel like I am ready for it to be over. I feel like we need a break. Like, we actually need a good yeah. break now. That's great. <laughs> But before we have our big break, we next week we'll be having my friend and colleague and Twitter celeb, <laughs> Harrison <laughs> joining us on the pod to discuss this season of Drag Race. So, yes. people. Um, Strictly, which I'm very oh. happy to keep on going on with forever. Yeah, this can just carry on as long as it wants to. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's so nice. It. it just makes this, like we've said this before as well. Like, it just makes this time of year so much nicer and better. And just, mm. this is something I'm like, if, he, if I miss it, if I'm out on a night out on a Saturday night, I'm like, I have to watch it. Yeah. Or like most of the time I'm like, I'll arrange my plans around Strictly. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm kind of glad Adam's gone, I won't lie. Yeah, like, I mean, for me, he was always, like, going to be one of the next ones to go anyway, like, and then yeah. Dan, bless him, still soldiering on. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm really not, he needs to bless, like, it's, and it really annoys me when like, they give him, like, an eight, and then they give, like, someone like Rose an eight, and you're like, hang on, that's so unfair to, like, Rose and Giovanni, to yeah. compare them as, like, an eight, I just, like, it's just ridiculous, I don't get it. Yeah, it's just very, like, what are you scoring on here, like? Mm. And like the fact that like AJ's amazing, amazing Charleston she did. Mm. And then Craig didn't give her a 10 for it. It was so like, oh, like you're literally just doing that to be different, I feel like. Mm. I mean, if, like, I don't mind if he doesn't like, give her a 10, but it's like, but then don't give other people like such high marks. Like don't put them all like in such a high, like a small section. Like Dan should have been given fours and threes. I'm sorry, he should have been. Yeah. You know it's... what I mean? Then like Adam should have been given like sixes and fives. And like it should have been like it just I just don't feel like it's ratioed out enough because I don't think they're all as good as they're marked. No, no, I do agree with you that it just seems sort of like a generic sort of like I feel like giving them an eight. Like yeah. that was all right. No, you're giving them a seven. And it's yeah. like, yeah, but actually like you should have like criteria here, people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, agreed. I am enjoying it. I just love all the glitz and the glamour and it makes you feel happy watching it. <laughs> I feel like I really want, as much as I love John and Johannes, I feel like I'm leaning, I really want Rose to win. I feel like if there's a final that I'm hoping for, and you know, like there's a final that I'm dreaming of, and if they're all in it, like John, Johannes, Rosen, Giovanni, AJ and Kai, yeah. You know, like if those three are in it, yeah. I don't really care. Who three, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the you final know, like, three I want. 
Those, that would be like, I'm trying to think who else is really good they would probably put in the final. Maybe like Tilly might make it. I don't know, I feel like Tilly mm. would go to like semi-final. Yeah. For them, oh, Sarah and Aliash, I just love them so much. Yeah, I do like them, I just don't think they'll... And then Reese and Nancy, but again, like, I feel like they're very semi-final as well. But I don't know, I feel like, like, this is actually, like, such a hard year, because, like, everyone has been changing constantly. Like, I do think, obviously, like, people like Rose, um, John and AJ they have sort of become like the front runners almost. Yeah. Um, and they're becoming more consistent and like they're getting those better dances in. Whereas mm. I think Reese is still a little bit up and down compared to the others. Mm. So that's why, and like same with Tilly, like she's so good at some things, but then some things she has faults with. Um, yeah. And it's just like, I just can imagine those two in that sort of semi-final place rather than the final. Yeah, definitely. Uh, agree. If Dan doesn't go home next week, I'm honestly like writing. Like, oh my gosh. Oh, it's, just, it's just like unfair because then it means like someone that's talented is going home. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. Like, it's just, I think that's the thing though. And then like Shirley's sitting there like voting so important. Yes, we know. But like yeah, people are voting for so the wrong people. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh. Hopefully Dan will go. That sounds really mean. <laughs> Bless him. Look, so let's move on to our magazines of the month because John and Johannes are on one of them. Yes. Love I've been trying it. to find a copy of this and I can't find it, but I need to go to like right. WH Smith to get one. It's weird that like some magazines you just can't like access. I know. Um, um, right, where are they? <sighs> oh, I love them so much. They are... So cool. I want to look like so cool. John. <laughs> I just want to like. I just want to go out. I'm not. I, I just think they're both so lovely. Lovely. Yeah. Piece. They're just. Oh. Yeah. They're very like. They're people you want in your life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they both create such good energy. Yeah, and I really like John's quote they put on the Insta about it. That he says, "We're not heroes. We're just lucky sons of bitches. Mm-hmm. We're getting to do what we love to do at the same time as representing for our people." Um, I think what I really like about them on Strictly is that they're really, really good and like they're not just being kept in as like a diversity thing. Uh, yeah, like a token bit of sort of thing. Like, like they are serious contenders for winning. Yeah. Like they're both so talented. Obviously, John has talented, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's just nice to see um, a couple like this on a an LGBT publication like yeah. because you've got like some in the past they've had but like this again I just I don't know it's weird because I was saying I was thinking the other week when I was watching them or last week like after I watched it was, yeah it was when I done the um, rumba mm. and I was like it's just amazing seeing two guys dance together on a t- like national television show like growing up I would never thought I would have ever seen that and mm. it's just like it is it sounds very trivial because I feel like everyone sort of says it but like it is so true I think for people in the community seeing that is such a big thing and like mm. and I think it's so nice that they're so humble about it like yeah they're just lucky that they have been able to do that yeah. um which is true but also it's like I'm I'm so glad it is them like they've, they've handled it yeah. so well and it's just the cover's really nice, like a plain white background and the way John's, John's got a little crop top on. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> and I just I just really I just loved Johanna so much. I just think he's such a lovely what he seems such a lovely, kind, warm person. I just want him to have everything in the world that he wants. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I don't think I'd like this cover half as much if it wasn't those two. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, most but, um, attitudes covers just half naked men or naked men. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, very good naked men to have on the cover. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm just very happy. Nice cover. I'd like that on my coffee table. Oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. Add that in the collection. <laughs> um, um, shall we move on to Vogue UK? Yeah. Let me find it. Um, okay. lo- the lovely Gaga. 
I'm so excited to see this film because that's what she's doing it for, isn't it? She's yeah. promoting Gucci. I really want to go see it. I cannot wait to see this. Mm. Like everyone's already saying, like she's going to be up for Oscars and everything. Really? Yeah. I I, I, I feel like I saw that coming as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's been a while since Emma Star is born. Yeah. She needs her time to shine again. Yeah. <laughs> when does she not shine though? True, that is very true. Her red, her red carpet outfit. Oh my god, the purple. Oh, the purple one. Oh, I want that so much. So nice. I want to walk um, down the street flipping my cape about. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you in that, to be fair. <laughs> I could also see you in John and Johannes's outfit on the rock from the Romba. Oh my god! Yeah, I was like, that's a Scott outfit right there. <laughs> I mean, I'm not so sure about the uh, the transparency of the t-shirt of the shirts, but <laughs> I'll wear my Spanx underneath. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but back to Gaga. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. This cover, uh, I do like. But <laughs> no, I don't. I just don't love. Yeah, I I really like the um like the vintage aesthetic it's got. Like I feel like it's just like you'd find in like the archives somewhere. Like that's, it has a very, very like seventies, eighties kind of throwback vibe about it. Mm-hmm. With like the gold um lettering, obviously mm. to reflect the gold, whatever that is, part of the dress. Um <laughs> I don't know, it just feels very vintage to me. Like I feel like this is something you would have as like a coffee table sort of yeah, definitely. moment. Yeah, um, I also yeah, I actually do like the gold lettering to be fair. Um one thing I didn't know about Lady Gaga is that I watched like a really quick clip that she only has like tattoos on one side of her body or something because her dad asked her to oh I can't remember what the reason was but um yeah it was just really interesting and I was like because obviously like on that cover like all her arm is tattooed yeah um I have never noticed that oh my god how have I not noticed this let me check I swear um oh yeah Lady Gaga said that she would only tattoo the left side of her body at her dad's request so that she remains slightly normal oh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no one's normal honey <laughs> yeah but um yeah he asked that I remain on my one side slightly normal so who's my left he side he sees the right is my Marilyn Monroe side and the left is my Iggy Pop side oh my gosh but I can totally get that vibe though <laughs> yeah I, yeah and it's just interesting isn't it because then obviously like on the cover the arm that's showcased is the one with the tattoos. Yeah, that's true. Um, and her tits, which and is her <laughs> I just really like the hair and makeup, but I didn't think yeah. I would. But like, do you know what it's always given me? Like old share vibes. Mm. Like, yeah, I'm getting really share vibes. I love her eyeshadow as well. The yeah, the eye makeup is gorgeous. It's um, she pulls she can pull so much off. Yeah, I think it's she's got the confidence and, like, the no-fucks-given attitude that she just can. And I think that's the it. thing, isn't it? Like, I think we don't know if we've mentioned, like, we've said this before, but, like, just having the confidence, like, can pull, you can pull anything off with confidence, mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> but she definitely has the she wears the clothes, the clothes don't wear her sort of attitude. Oh, gosh, yeah. Look. Yeah, definitely. Oh. Yeah. I think it's much better than um American Vogue cover. Oh, SJP. Yeah, I love SJP, but this looks exactly like SJP. This literally looks like Carrie. Which I was going to say, like, it's a very SJ, SJP cover. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when you think about it, Carrie on the cover of Vogue. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that dress is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And lovely. I want that as well. Um, it's a very gorgeous cover. Yeah, and it's not, obviously, again, it's nice to have, like, an older woman on the cover as well. Um, mm-hmm. And she is iconic, like it says on the cover. But yeah. um yeah, I don't know. I I mean obviously Sex and City is so huge, especially mm-hmm. in America. Um, and she is as well, and obviously she is known for fashion, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, I, just, I felt a bit when I first saw it, I I thought it was like a mock-up, like someone had done it. Uh, and then I was like, oh no, this is legit, this is real. <laughs> yeah, they could have gone a lot like further with it, I guess. Well, at least had like all three of them on the cover, like. Just something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like, mean, there's this one that within the thing, there's a Fendi couture feather dress, which is gorgeous. Oh, like, gorgeous. That one's really nice. I was like, why do they think this is the cover? Could do it so much better, Anna. 
Honestly. Yeah, like, I wish I wish I was like so behind the scenes of like why they picked that picture. Yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> yeah, there are so there are some other really nice pictures of her that would just look so much more striking, a lot more like impactful. I mean, this is nice like of her standing sideways. Yeah. But when you do see the others, you're a bit like, oh, come on, like. Yeah, I think I'm just always reminded whenever I see her now of like when, in like a photo shoot of like that wedding photo shoot she does in the first in film. The film That's yeah. all I think of. Yeah. Like, oh, there's Carrie on the cover of Vogue. Yeah. Up, <laughs> big again. <laughs> I mean, I can't wait for this to come back. I am excited. I'm so excited. We need to have a spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so we move on to Hello Fashion. Yeah. Why I not? quite like this one. I um, it feels really like young and youthful, but not in a kiddie kind of way. If that makes sense, like yeah, definitely. I really like the out, like the outfit's quite different. Um, mm. It's not just a generic glitzy sequin dress. Yeah. It's something yeah. a bit different with the tool and all of that, and the mm. model was really pretty as well. And I really like the way that the word party and that and the cells have been put on a slant. Mm, yeah, I do it really is. like this. The only thing I will say is that going from the Vogue's to this, you could tell the difference in budget so much. Oh, which is not like slag it off, but you know, just like the volume of like material and stuff. Mm. Like it just obviously it's a lovely cover, and I'm not dissing it. It's just a very just an observation of like the money that goes into certain publications versus others. It is just amazing that when you think like when you break it down like that of like how much some budget how much budget some magazines get because it's just like it's astounding and obviously they get stuff through like ads and sales and that kind of stuff and it's like it's a shame because like if I'm sure if like I mean again it's a really nice cover from Hello but like I'm sure if they had more money they would have made it even better and obviously bigger Mm. and everything like that and it that is sad and it's like makes you sort of draw back on the whole subject of like print dying out and Mm that kind of thing like budgets are being cut and put more into digital platforms or things like that and it's just very much like a reminder of that sort of circumstance at the moment I think yeah I think it's also just like the clout of like a magazine brand has it because obviously Vogue can get stuff like a PR sample of a Fendi Couture whereas obviously Hello Fashion they do quite well to be fair yeah (laughs) you know it's just like the difference yeah just interesting from like a fashion journalism perspective like the difference in yeah I do level. like that I really like the pink as well that's used because it's not like a bright yeah. pink it's like a corally kind of yeah I love that color it's a gorgeous yeah color. that is really nice very millennial pink um yeah. one cover I don't know if I do like or not <laughs> I mean I probably don't <laughs> I mean but um, I do there's elements I like there's certain things I don't like L-U-K <laughs> mm-hmm. um <laughs> also um sorry Farah is leaving L-U-K I know. Keep stepping down. Um, very sad. Love I know. Her. I, but she hasn't announced why. Yeah. And I think there's more to it than just her leaving. Well, I thought she was just, like doing a new project, but I can't tell if she actually. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether Elle's gonna be around for much longer. I know. I just. It's again like um, but again like growing up, it's was something that I always went to and always went, looked at and looked for. Mm. And now, like, I do find myself sometimes forgetting about it unless, like, the cover pops up and I'm like, oh, yeah, what's happening this month or things like that? And it's just like, oh, again, that's sad. Like, it just shows how the landscape of journalism and things have changed. Mm. Um, yeah, Lily Collins is on the cover. It's a monochrome black and white. Well, not literally black and white, but that's the colour palette. Um, what what are you not a fan of? What are you a fan of? Is her hair a choice? <laughs> <laughs> well, I presume it is a choice, just maybe not a good one. Was it her choice? <laughs> yeah, it is. Do you mean is in that? Is this how she's rocking her hair? Yeah, and if so, every day? why? <laughs> yeah, or is this a creative choice? Yeah, and like is so she having a bit of a, a Miley Cyrus breakdown sort of thing happening here? Because she is, I mean, she's beautiful anyway with the hair, but mm. the dark eyebrows is just throwing me off. Oh, I quite like the dark eyebrows. I was going to say I actually really like the makeup. It's the twiggy eyes as well. Yeah, it's very mod inspired. 
yeah I, I just know. like I'm just really funny about like that I know I have short hair but that is short hair on a girl I mean yeah your hair's nowhere like this <laughs> <laughs> so this is literally a pixie cut <laughs> yeah I'm just not a massive fan of a pixie cut do you know what I think it might be as well, actually? The fact that obviously mm-hmm. we're used, so used to seeing her like long brown locks of hair. Mm-hmm. And then she's literally gone for this really short, bleach blonde, pixie cut hairstyle. It's literally like you couldn't get further than what she had before. Yeah, that's true, actually. Um, which I think is why it's very like, oh, like, okay, this is different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I also like, like the whole like, let's party, which is their cover headline. Ain't really giving me party vibes. Yeah, like she was just she's just holding her hand. Like I don't really know what she's doing. Like, are you praying? Yeah. Are you... Like, I think you don't want to necessarily do the whole cliche like all oh, of the disco ball in the background. Like, but equally, I want to feel like I'm partying when I look at the cover. If you're yeah, like you can't even party. see her outfit. Like, what even is? Yeah. It looks like a cotton dress of like a crochet neckline. Yeah, it's very. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, and I think it must, it must be Chanel because that's who she like mm. worked. Yeah, it's, it's Chanel, and I can't even tell it's Chanel. It's just, yeah, I like the cover as a whole. Like, I really like the the black font for the L, and then mm-hmm. like light grey and all that kind of stuff with the white mm-hmm. pure white background. I really do like that, but it's just like about her that's throwing me off. <laughs> Like yeah, it's not definitely not my favorite this month. I will yeah, say that. Yeah, I think yeah, it's not on my list, unfortunately. <laughs> no, goodbye. Yeah. Next. <laughs> Next. Um, so it's men- mental health month. It sure is. Um, um, as a man, <laughs> how do you feel about that? It's um, it's nice to obviously have the the sort of torch shone on it if you get my gist like it is nice to have that sort of thing but I do think this year I don't know if it's because I don't know I don't think I've seen a lot of like awareness actually being publicized mm-hmm. and that compared to like last year and previous years there's been all these campaigns and I don't know if I'm just not looking in the right places but I just haven't seen anything even like pop up randomly on like Instagram or that like obviously the, I see like a few posts and everything mm-hmm. but there's not really been any like campaigns or like this morning normally do a big campaign for it and stuff mm. like that and I just haven't seen any of that yeah um, this is what most people think like is it this month but like it is this month yeah and it's like well I don't know don't mean, like even like like Movember was the whole like not in shaving thing and there's not even I haven't really even heard anything much about that either and like even at work like press releases and things like that like I haven't really got that many for men's mental health up and it's a bit like hmm like it just yeah. has been swept under the carpet again, like how it sometimes is, or mm. <laughs> what are we doing here? Yeah, because like apart from like November and stuff, which is about men's physical health most of the yeah. time. Yeah, and it's like, I don't know, like it's, again, obviously it should be a year-round conversation, and it mm. is probably more so now. That's but true. it's just, I don't know, like, um, I mean, I still don't think there's been enough being done and things like that. Like, I remember, I think it was last year, um, Roman Kemp done a documentary on, like, mm. male suicide. And it was genuinely such a eye-opening, um, factual sort of documentary that I hadn't, I feel like I hadn't really seen. And it was, like, very, like, raw of even, like, him talking about him losing one of his best mates and his struggles and all things like this. And, like, since then, like, I haven't really seen anything much else on it. Mm. Um, but then yeah. I think maybe mental health on the whole hasn't really had that much of a... Well, it has, but it's always been linked back to, like, COVID. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, it's never like someone's like... having a bad day for something else. It always goes back to, oh, because of COVID. Mm, and it's like, right. there's so many other things happening or reasons why people might be struggling with their mental health. It doesn't always have to be going back to COVID. Yeah, no, definitely not. Like, you know what I mean? And I think, yeah, I think and like, there's a very big difference in like mental health and mental illness. Yeah, you know? and I think with that's like, we definitely don't talk enough about like mental illness in yeah, men. definitely. Um, and it's as well like I mean I still find it hard, but like, even though I like can talk to people, but like people say that like, oh like reach out talk to your friends like it really isn't that easy like mm. to just be like 
oh, I'm having a bad day. Like, I need to talk to someone. Like, if you can do that, absolutely brilliant. Like, it's so good that you're in that space. But I think it isn't that easy. And I don't know why. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, the whole, like, toxic masculinity kind of thing of, like, men not showing their emotions and that kind of stuff. But I think it's not even just that. I think it comes down to people who are around people who have mental illnesses or mental health issues don't know how to approach those people with those issues mm. like um now going back to the Roman Kemp documentary he said how he met these three boys who lost one of their best friends and they now do this thing where like they ask if someone's okay and then if they get like an answer back that's not really like an okay kind or like their usual response they like ask another two times mm. and then that that is their signal that they're saying like are you actually okay yeah. Well, I'm just being like are you okay and then he, they reply bluntly and he's like oh you're okay like they then ask again mm. so that's their signal of being like I'm asking you on a much deeper level not just are you okay yeah yeah um, but it is that thing of like yeah it just comes down to the individual person doesn't it when it comes to mental health and I think and talking about it because it's only as much as you can give people advice and be there for people unfortunately it comes down to that person as an individual to help themselves mm, and if and they're not like ready to do that like then the space for it and like they're going to be accepted they're not going to be like laughed at for like bringing up their emotions and stuff yeah and I think like it's so trivial to say to people like I'm here for you all the time and I think when you find people that are genuinely there for you all the time mm. like really hold on to that because again I think people say throw that phrase around so easily Mm. that it's like no like that just that bothers me because I'm like I know if I came to this person or that person and was like I'm having a really bad day like I need help or like can go for a drive can go for a walk or whatever I know Mm. for a fact they wouldn't do it do you know what I mean or like they wouldn't wouldn't be like I'm getting in a car I'm gonna come over or like let's what what, like go on FaceTime what's up so I mean and it's that kind of thing um and I think people just throw that around so easily. And it's like, just don't say if they mean it. Like, yeah. It's fine if you don't mean it. I've got people that yeah. do mean it. <laughs> right. That's yeah, sorry, I've got my high horse there a little bit. <laughs> no, that's fine. I mean, if you want to hear from you as a man, I think it's going to really like you as like a gay man, obviously, like, do you feel like it's easier, different? Like, because I feel like maybe there's like a perception like, oh, you're a gay man, so you must be so much more in touch with your emotions, blah, blah, blah. But is that the case? Uh, yeah, like, I would say I'm in touch with my emotions probably more so than like other people, that, other men that I know. Um, and it's that thing, like, this doesn't really just apply to men but um, or males, but like, I think people in general, like when they get upset, people say sorry. And like, it's like, you don't need to apologise for crying or being upset or mm-hmm. being concerned about something if that's how you feel you don't need to apologize for how you feel yeah. like and I think that goes for everyone like and I know again that's just something that we've been accustomed to do is apologize when we cry or show a bit of emotion mm-hmm. or bringing up in conversation of like you know what? I had a really bad day today or like I had a really bad week last week and then you have that conversation and then you're like oh, we're sorry for making it about me and it's like yeah. no I don't say sorry like again if you felt safe to open up and have that conversation just then don't apologize for that like mm. there's people out there that would love to have these safe spaces to be able to do this um but no yeah there definitely is that sort of um I guess like stigma attached to being like a gay person and all that kind of thing because mm-hmm. again obviously for some reason that then means you're much more feminine and all that sort of stuff yeah. but it's I think I don't know I think it's like it's hard isn't it because it's like at the end of the day I am a male and I I, yeah that's who I say I am um and I don't know like it's really hard when you actually sit and think about it like I definitely do feel pressure but again I don't think the pressure comes down to the fact that I'm gay the pressure Mm. comes down to the fact that I'm a man right like and I do think sometimes I do have to hold it together or like if I'm at work and I'm having a bad day Mm. I do feel a pressure to have it together and to not be like showing it. Do you know what I mean? Um, And that's not down to the people I work with or anything like that. But 
it's again it's just something that you're sort of this pressure that you yeah, don't know where like it comes internal, from it's just like an internal thought process yeah and it's like whereas like again if one of my people that i would one of my team members or whoever you whoever came to me and was like i'm having a really bad day like i am generally one of those people that will do anything for someone and be there for them and it's like i just wish there was more people like that I think. <laughs> like you like me but not, it's not what i mean though like again it goes back to that thing of like actually meaning what they say yeah because it is such yeah. a throwaway comment and i think it's that's what's almost made it worse for people to open up mm. because they know that people wouldn't do that yeah um being like yeah i'm here for you and then you're like you're not there are you so yeah like if i called you or text you at like one o'clock in the morning and if you were up obviously then you would sit and talk to me or whatever yeah and if it's I'm, like but if you call me at one o'clock probably asleep but yeah do you know what i mean though that. like that i get it <laughs> but like yeah no definitely like i'm that sort of person i think that like if someone did call me at two o'clock in the morning or whatever time and they were having a really bad time I would sit and listen but again that's just me mm-hmm. but like I think it just it's that thing of that person and trust you to be able to do that and you know mm-hmm. you have that safety net of sort of opening up to that person yeah and do you know what I find as well I don't know if you find this people and I do like I definitely have a problem with this like people struggle with saying they're finding things hard or they're having a tough time mm. it's like, like- yeah it's like saying out loud makes it even worse or like yeah yeah and it's like like bury it into yourself and not realize that you're like feeling that way or like you know you are but like saying out loud or like typing out someone like that's the hardest bit almost sometimes yeah because then you're almost like like verbally or typing like admitting it kind of thing like it's not just in your head or you put it out there yeah but again like where does that come from like why can't you say i'm not okay why can't you say i'm struggling yeah like is it that stiff like british upper lip of like everything's fine no yeah. one shares anything like is it that or is it like a soldier on like, like come a on. self-protective thing of like i'm not gonna be vulnerable in front of people so yeah hurt. and i get people are like that like i know people that are very like i don't say shielded because that mm-hmm. might sound wrong but like they are very much like they hate being vulnerable in front of people and but then again like they're they're the type of people that when they do keep it all in and they have like a bit of a breakdown or like an off day and they open up and then they cry and they apologize it's Mm. like you really don't need to apologize because you never do this like it's absolutely fine like it's not like you cry every single day to me or whatever (coughs) but sorry it's joking um yeah yeah interesting (laughs) just like rambled on for like 15 minutes (laughs) i'm gonna edit (laughs) beat (laughs) <laughs> and that's the thing I haven't got anywhere to be because I'm here to listen to you <laughs> I <hope> that. <laughs> <laughs> so one news story I feel like we've got like a lot of like LGBT stuff today which is always good <laughs> um is so last this week this um gay guy was refused entry into a, uh, a club in Manchester res- a restaurant yeah um into a restaurant um because he was wearing too much leopard print i mean what is that it's not like he's showing up dressed as buddy cat slater is he like come on but also (laughs) if he was that's so what also like i was like i didn't realize it was literally a restaurant vibe yeah like a club which I was like sometimes like a club you can kind of see when they're like too busy and they need like a bullshit excuse but even then that's not excusable but like where was he going dinner like the Ritz or something like no it was like somewhere in Manchester he's probably going like Bills or something like that <laughs> like do you know uh-huh. what I mean <laughs> oh, it's, it's called, I find it so funny it's called 20 stories Manchester and then people were pointing out that um if you go on at the location tag, there's loads of girls in leopard print there. Oh, right, okay. And so it was only that he was a man. Oh, it's like a bougie, like, nightclub, like, terrace, rooftop restaurant. Oh, okay, right. But, like, it's just the fact that, like, he was wearing whatever the fuck he wanted to wear, and but because he was a man wearing leopard print, that was a no-no. Oh, my God, that really just irritates the hell out of me. Like, his outfit is very nice. Um, yeah, exactly. And it does come back to that, like, it, like it's 
it says in the piece like subconscious homophobia and things like that mm-hmm. and it's like oh that's funny because like you said there's pictures of girls wearing this print in there but because I'm a man wearing it all of a sudden there's a problem and you don't allow it mm. and you know what I actually this reminds me of um god it was my sister's birthday years ago now and mm. we've been out for dinner and then we're gonna go to this bar flag and lettuce um where I used to live and it was just that time when men's trousers started having like the white strip down the side of them oh yeah 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 so it was like that time like they just came out um so I like, obviously had a pair I was in the queue and they wouldn't let me in because apparently they looked like even though they were tailored smart trousers mm-hmm. they wouldn't allow me in because they looked like tracksuit bottoms um oh. so I fought it and I was like they're really not like literally um, I was like, feel them, like they're not tracksuit bottoms. Does my outfit look like I'm wearing a tracksuit? No. Um, and, but then, so as we then, like p- other people like that we were with, like kicked up a fuss as well. And I was like, do you know what? Like, it's fine, I'll just go home. Um, and we all got out of the queue. As we got out of the queue, a girl went in wearing very, very, very similar pair of trousers to what I was wearing and she went straight in. And I'm like, hold on a fucking second. Like, what do I need to do? Put on a wig? Like, yeah. It's, yeah literally and but then I do feel like that does happen like this whole if a man seems to be wearing this kind of attire mm. it is almost like a oh gosh like you're lowering the tone of the place or stuff like that you know you're like please honey mm. you want me in here <laughs> yeah, like less like I'm give you some business like, like it's just it's things like, like this that are, like show that we actually haven't come that very that far like we really like, have it's just stupid do you know what I mean yeah. like it's just plain stupidity like mm. bouncers weirdly think they have some sense of Isn't they like, control and all of this and it's like oh my god you all need to get a grip like nothing against bouncers but like they're very known for being very decisive of who then they don't let in um like we know of a certain club in London that's very very judgmental on who they let in um and it's just that thing. It's, it's like, this is to a restaurant. Like, at the end of the day, this person's going to be sitting under the table with their legs tucked in. No one's going to see the trousers. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're not going to get up yeah. and, like, dance under the table and, like, do a routine on the bar. Like, mm, yeah. what, they're literally going in for dinner. Like, you're literally turning away money in service. Like, yeah, and it's really because they said that the bouncers apparently said his, boun- his pants are too, too much. The leopard print, No. And it's like whole thing of like gay men being too much. Yeah. And it's that thing, isn't it? Of like, we, it's, I say we, obviously, I'm speaking for the community. Um, But like, it's come to that point where gay people and people of the LGBTQ plus community finally feel that sense of, I won't say confidence, but like space to be able to experiment with their fashion and really wear what they want to wear. Mm. Um, and then you then look at this and you're like, where like those spaces are quite limited still. Like mm. this person can't even go to a bloody restaurant. And like, I do get that sometimes. Like I love yeah. a glitzy shirt. I love like sequins and all that sort of stuff. And like, I do find sometimes when I'm going to certain restaurants or bars or that, that I'm like, oh, I can't wear that because it's a predominantly, let's say, straight place mm. um, and heterosexual, heterosexual. Like, and then if I was then walking on that like that, like I would literally everyone would be staring at me, but yeah, for the wrong reasons. Yeah, and it's but that's when it's like, right come on, be appreciating your shirt. Exactly, and it's like that's why we need. I think we need so much more like LGBTQ plus safe spaces and clubs mm. and restaurants and bars, like. I just think this is this story is just ridiculous. Not obviously for the person that happened to, because no, no. um, it's completely valid. But the bloody bouncer may get a grip. Yeah. yeah, honestly, get a grip. <laughs> um, also, BBC this week. Uh, I've been very naughty, very very naughty, and have not rejoined renewed their like. Have not rejo- rejoined Stonewall's LGBT diversity scheme because they're fearing of being looking biased, which is a pile of bullshit, to be honest. Again, this is one of those stories that's like so funny, but not funny because it's funny, funny because it's <coughs> unbelievable. Like, 
it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, I just, so they've pulled their program of basically Stonewall supporting their diversity and inclusion strategy um, mm. because they don't want to seem impartial and biased mm. to the LGBTQ plus community. Like, mm. so what is your diversity and inclusion plan? yeah you know what I mean like like it's just it's just very like old-fashioned like very like it's just a very weird like generation thing it's like sorry that's not right like I like they are not going to get more jobs you know I just I just oh it's just such a stupid mentality I'm not articulating myself very well no no you're right like and it's just and that thing of like they've obviously got like drag race strictly and like making a big old song and dance about having John and Johannes, you know, in it. And yet... They're doing this for their workers. Yeah, like, and obviously that John and Johannes and that Drag Race cast are, like, a very small population of the BBC's, like, overall, like, yeah, staff. Mm. And if you're not treating, like, the people that are, like, on reception who might be gay or, like, trans or queer with the same respect and, like, you know, like, pushing them forward to do stuff, then you're a shit company. Yeah, and do you know what? Like, it this just make me made me think about my company, who over this past year, they've really, really, really upped their game on their diversity and inclusion strategy, and they're doing so much. Um, like there's an LGBTQ plus um monthly film club, and it's just things like that, and they're the kind of things that I wanted that we didn't have mm. necessarily before COVID, um, yeah. and it's just it's like we do it like there's so many different ones that we do obviously like based on race disabilities um sexuality uh gender well-being and it's like it's so nice to see that but then when you then see a big company i mean obviously my company is quite big but when you see a like a national company, like, scale of like bbc like yeah are you sure hun like <laughs> <laughs> and do you know what it's, i don't want to typecast or stereotype but the people who probably made this decision is probably a seventy-year-old white male. Yeah, definitely. That doesn't think like about I've, their workers. And like I've met staff for the BBC, and they're like lovely people that I can imagine would not subscribe to, you know, this sort of belief system. And it's a shame that then they're also being like targeted with the same brush. And like I've had lots of discussion at work recently about should you work for companies that you don't necessarily align with their values 100%. Mm. And it's such a really interesting debate because it's like, well, first of all, you need a job. Yeah. You don't get that choice. But then equally, is making a stand worth more than that? Who Like, in, in numbers, yeah. But if it's just you quitting because you're like, I don't agree with this company's policies, probably not going to do anything, which is a real shame. Yeah, like, it's sad and it sounds a bit like, but like, you're if you're, if you, it's you want, one solo person you're easily replaceable mm. for a company and especially yeah. corporations like the bbc and that like you're very yeah. easily replaceable which is sad obviously yeah um but yeah i just feel really sorry for the workers because like i was just thinking like how would i feel then if this if our diversity and inclusion strategy was taken away mm. it's like because we all like each one works with a different charity and um we have like guest speakers in all the time doing like talks and everything and to think of that being taken away from any group not necessarily just lgbt yeah. um, community but any social group is really like it's actually really quite hard hitting because you're like hold on a minute like this company clearly just does not want to support me or who i am yeah um or the community that i belong to like yeah. and i do feel really really sorry for the people that work at the bbc that are now like wow okay like like do I stay do I go like yeah but they it's almost like they've been given like an ultimatum but in a different sort of way of like yeah soz yeah it's just very like yeah like how would you feel it's just really awkward like it's just like how can you imagine like your boss like your top boss like signing off to be like yeah I don't agree with or like I'm not gonna actively support you essentially yeah and it's like obviously this comes again after I think it was last week or the week before there was a very disgusting um, article published by the BBC on um, a trans issue. I don't want to get into because it's just going to make me so angry. But like again, it's just like BBC. You're really not doing well at like helping yourself out here. Like, yeah. 
but then this is why you need people of the community in your companies to tell you what is right and what is wrong yeah like if you're a straight white male talking about race or talking about sexuality or talking about gender like Mm. you need people who have these experiences and that come from these backgrounds in your work because one it will make your writing a lot much like a lot better (laughs) but do you know what I mean like it's just it's just like it's not like people's responsibility to educate like straight white males but equally it needs to be a representative workforce because you're only content for the straight white males and I saw as well in an article on pink news they had signed with a different like inclusion strategy company and I'm like so you've left Stonewall nothing against this other other company obviously but like Mm. you've left Stonewall a really important charity yeah to work with this other company and it almost feels like a bit personal yeah not to me but obviously personal to the company like to Stonewall Stonewall. yeah it's a massive do call them out on things and everything yeah it's a massive like you yeah it's just ugh, BBC <laughs> I just think it's just very sad and it's and it feels like a step backwards yeah I mean I mean it is yeah yeah, yeah it's step backwards yeah but ugh, just annoys me <laughs> you like some good news yes let's lighten things up with some good news <laughs> okay so this is from the good news network and the headline oh. reads why do dogs tilt their heads? Scientists look at what's going on in their minds. With a very cute picture of a dog tilting its head. Um, so uh, you've probably seen dogs tilt their head. It's adorable. Why do they do it? According to science, it might be a sign of concentration and memory recall. Um, tilting the head is yet another asymmetrical movement in dogs, but it had never been studied. We investigated the frequency and direction of this behaviour in response to a specific human verbal vocalization it's when the owner asked to bring a toy by saying its name we do we did start after realizing that it often happens to dog when the dogs were listening to their owners says this researcher um and wait i should have read the whole thing first <laughs> like it just i mean it's it's just a bit funny really um, I don't really know what my point was but I just found it very funny that there was an entire study devoted to why a dog tilts its head yeah I mean I'd love to have the time to be able to dedicate my time to do that and to find that out <laughs> so what is the reason <laughs> okay so often dog so it goes my dog often tilts its head why often owners observe dogs tilting their heads and we still do not have a full understanding of the functional circumstances in which this behavior happens however this study is the first step in the direction that shows how this trait could be related to dogs sweet attempts to understand us okay so basically they don't really give you give us anything apart from a laugh so <laughs> they don't have an answer they're on their way to discovering why dogs tilt their heads so basically it just comes down to the it's it's their way of like well there's like, like a way they, of listening yeah it's like they're, it's, there's stuff they've just discovered like a relationship between when you call their name and when mm. they talk, like it happens but like the exact purpose for it they're still a bit like oh about but um yeah mm. but yeah i just thought it was funny <laughs> It is. It's maybe, funny. Maybe, it's light-hearted. <laughs> it's just maybe a picture. Just a picture of like the. I mean, you can never go wrong with a cute dog. <laughs> I would wonder, like, why do they? Um... Yeah, I I always thought it was just because they like it's them listening. Yeah, I guess. Because like, when they, I used they, to they hear you, can't they though? Yeah, like I remember, like when I used to my not so much. Uh, sometimes my dog now, but my old dog I had. Um, mm. Like, you'd say things to her or, like, you'd do certain things and she would turn her head as if she's like, what'd you say? Like, say mm. a bit louder. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, no yeah. one sort of, like, like, us as humans, we sort of put our one ear to someone or, like... Yeah, and you're like, what? It's, they're, like, yeah. turning their head, like, say it again, hon. <laughs> That's true. But, That's very true. No, I like that. That was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we also have a brand of the week. Yeah. Um, and this brand... Well is scarlet um so after a double mastectomy mastectomy 50 year old nurse heather glover 
struggled to find bras suitable for flat-chested women who didn't want to use prosthetics. She launched post-surgery lingerie brand Scarlett from £8 for a pair of knickers with the help of her sewing mad friend Kate in May. Um, a percentage of the profits goes direct to prevent breast cancer. Um, and it's basically, yeah, an entire underwear brand made for women who have just had mastectomies. Um, and the underwear is, like, really pretty. It's really cute. Yeah. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's just lovely to see, you know, because people should, like, especially after, like, a mastectomy and, like, breast cancer, you want to feel amazing. You don't want to have to be, like, struggling to find underwear and stuff. Definitely. And I think, like, I've heard, like, read stories before and I've been to, like, some charity events and that, and I've heard from, like, people who have sadly gone through it um and like it like they they've said that like they obviously feel like a part of them is taken away um mm. like obviously physically but like mentally as well um mm. and I think brands like this and I know there's more brands like this coming out um and doing these sort of collections um and it's just so nice I think it's there needs to be more of it and like brands like this that are dedicated to that that give back as well and are promoting that like there's something to be ashamed of like mm. all in it together kind of thing and again they're not like horrible sets like you like, oh, they're like, gorgeous they're really the lace is really pretty um, like i'd wear them like i'd wear them as well <laughs> it's really nice that like it's two friends as well and it's by someone that actually had breast cancer so they know it's, what it actually yeah. feels rather than like a brand trying to be like let's top on this trend it and feels, like try to out yeah it feels so personal I think like authentic yeah that's the word um but they do like I just I, I really am here for this and I really hope they bring out more sets and everything as well because mm. I feel like they're off on the good ones with the ones they have so yeah I think it's just a really nice brand. Yeah, and it's lovely. So yeah, go check out Scarlet and give them some love. Yeah, absolutely. So, book of the week. What do we have? So, my reading this week's been a bit slow, but luckily I had a book saved last, last week. <laughs> you had one in the reserve. It's fine. <laughs> I've got um, I've got some Christmas books coming um next week hopefully okay. the library. i'm excited okay so the most recent book that i like loved and read i did read another one this week but i wasn't a fan um <laughs> so i read who is more dixon by alexandra andrews um and it's basically like a literary thriller um based on this girl who's at 25 and she goes to work for this woman who is like this famous author but she's like anonymous no one knows who she is and they go on a trip to Morocco together someone gets in a car accident there's a lot of identity swapping okay. it's very it's very it starts off quite slow and then it really rebuilds really and you're like oh my god like it's such a page turner such a good like one curl up in bed with your coffee or your tea and just like absorb yourself in it and like finish it in a day so good Ooh, interesting it'd be, it'd, be, it'd be a really good film oh um, yeah it was fun I enjoyed it yeah I don't tend to read was... I, was gonna, I was gonna say I don't tend to read like um thriller books I never tend to like look for them but I've I, like mm-hmm. I've heard so many people say and like you say like they like they are actually like really kind of good <laughs> yeah no and I think this one it wasn't like necessarily like thrillery thrillery in terms of like like guns and like cha- car chase and stuff like that it was very like I saw, I read it because I wanted to, like it was about like right, working for like a female writer, um, and it starts it starts in New York and then it goes into like the countryside of New York and then they go to Morocco and it's just like those, it was about this is about these two women at the end of the day, um, and who, wanting to be famous and not wanting to be famous and reasons for that and stuff. Mm, interesting. What's it called again? Who is Maud Dixon? Oh, who's she? You have to read and find out. <laughs> you literally do. Um, so what have you been gifted this week? So my gift of the week this week is um I went to an event on Wednesday evening. Um and they had a very nice goodie bag, which I got on the way out. Um it was JD Williams event, so thank you guys for inviting me to that. If you're listening, those. Um <laughs> But basically, it was just filled with a lot of, like, 
really, really nice beauty pits. Um, what do we have here? So, like, Rodial sort of brightening tonic, <gasps> which I tried last night, and it is amazing. Um, there was also Dragon's Blood Sculpting Gel, which I used last oh. night. Again, amazing. They smell incredible. Um, something that I do need to actually do. Some Bondi Sands um, fake tan. <laughs> oh, yeah, was, I need to fake tan ages. There was literally, like, a whole, like, I mean, I'm going to use this for my cosmetics bag. There's like a highlighter, um, with other like rodeal products. So I have amazing. a rodeal eyeshadow palette, it's so good. It's like a little like, one that's got like four in there and it's or like six in there, and it's really good because you can put it in your handbag and it's like a really good like base colour just to have it every day. Oh yeah, this has some of the things in here that it's like I remember like I had one ages ago, but I just never used it. But um liquid um what is it? Like liquid blusher kind of thing. Ooh, so like almost, the Glossier one. Yeah, and um, I just don't even know how to use it. So I need to try it out and work oh. out how to actually use it. Um, but then another thing that was in it, which I'm excited to set up. So in our house, well, flat, we are we have two Alexas. Um, we have like the Fire Cube, which is connected to the TV. And then we have the, um, the circular one in the dot, I think it's called in the kitchen um but mm. in this goodie bag they gave us the home pod mini which is another one gabriel was like where are we going to use that i don't need it and i was like uh the bedroom or the office. oh okay <laughs> are you going to use it in the bedroom <laughs> we used to have the alexa um dot connected to our tv in our old place and it is so like when you can't find the remote you can just be like alexa turn the tv off it should do it for you <laughs> And just things like that. Um, or like if you've got a question to ask, you can just ask her. Um, so we're going to set Siri up in the bedroom, I think. But it's just like, I really, I appreciate, obviously, these really, really nice goodie bags. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm killing myself if we're going to set Siri up in the bedroom. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> I don't know what he can do, but... <laughs> I think it's a she, hun. Oh, shit, is it? No, it's a he. Siri? Siri's a he. <laughs> My is a he. Alexa's a she. Hey, she. Hey. Hey, she. <laughs> hey, Siri. Oh, I came okay. with the arm mail. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm pretty sure he is. <laughs> maybe they're like gender non-conforming. I mean, very true. Um, but no, yeah, it was just a really nice goodie bag and it's just nice to have all these new products to try out and yeah. Lovely. <laughs> what a nice gift. I know. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to us yet again on our yeah. one year anniversary. Thank you for, for listening to mostly me ramble on in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do exist, guys. Hi, my name's Lydia. <laughs> <laughs> this is now Wine Down with Scott. <laughs> Bye then, I'm off. <laughs> um, but no, thank you so much, everyone, for supporting us over the last year. It really, really meant the world to us. Um, and yeah, we will be back next week with Harrison um, to join us uh, for a little drag race special. Absolutely. Um, as always, you can contact us and follow us on Instagram at Wind Down the Podcast. You can email us at winddownthepodcast at gmail.com and you can follow us on Twitter, which is winddown underscore. Um, as Lydia said, thank you again so much for your support over this past year and hopefully you will do it more as we go into our second year to get us those lovely listeners um because we do love you the few that are out there <laughs> i'm joking um but yeah thank you guys and we will see you next week bye, bye.